to the Prophecy Club. I'm going to talk about three things today. First thing is something big is coming. Second thing, narrowing of the path. Third thing, the headline says more Americans see China as main U.S. enemy after COVID. All right, first of all, something big is coming. I know by the Spirit, and I also know by other other things, and, and I've been really struggling with this. I don't know a way to tell you, so I just can't tell you. But the only thing I can tell you is that you just got to trust me. From everything I know, from everything I sense in the Spirit, something big is coming. And I talked to Dana Coverstone this morning, and him and I both agree on these two things. Something real big is coming, and also there is a narrowing of the path, which I'll get to in just a moment. Based upon what Coverstone said when the angel told him, Passover 2021, big things are coming for the world, big things are coming for the world. Based upon November the 11th of 1620 was when our forefathers signed an agreement to start a new country for the furtherance of the Christian faith, and that came to an end as of November the 5th, when the all-capital corporation called the United States of America was dissolved. So, right now, I am really surprised. I may be the only one that's really saying this, but again, I'm, I'm pulling this from prophecy. I'm not pulling this from the news or the Internet, and that is our Constitution's gone. All of these rights we had, the Bill of Rights, all of the rights to remain silent, rights to an attorney, all of those gone. They're all gone. Our republic is gone. And also, based upon what Coverstone was told, it's now in God's hands. Now, I want to believe that that's really, really good. And, of course, when a nation is doing God's will, that is really good. But with our current situation, it doesn't look so good. Except, last Tuesday, I told you this, 3.17 in the afternoon, I woke up out of my nap, and I heard massive arrests, massive arrests. It came to me twice. It wasn't an audible voice. I didn't have a dream, a vision, an angel visitor, none of that stuff. It, I can't explain to you how I heard it, but I heard words. Massive arrests, massive arrests. Now, as I've said many times, if you put that together with August the 8th of 2015, I heard this is the time of miracles. As the judgment hits, so are my miracles. Now, we are hoping that this judgment is massive arrests. And if you go to, well, realrawnews.com, I, over the last several days I've been reading many of their articles, and while most of it I can't prove, but it just kind of like rings true in my spirit, and I did not get any kind of a warning. I didn't get any kind of a yawn when I was reading through many of the articles there. So just based upon, based upon, based upon, a lot of things, like this is, 2020 was the conclusion of 400 years. 2020 was the conclusion of 40 years since Dimitri was given the warning that America is going to fall. For Based upon a lot of things, I think that something really big is coming, and I think it's going to hit on around March 27th, as in Passover 2021. Something real big is coming. I have... Uh, again, I I can't I can't tell you. I want to tell you, but I I I just I can't I can't. There's there's certain things that are just between a person and the Lord, 
And then there's some things I'm released to tell you. And, and I used to think that there was just a bunch of baloney when somebody would say, well, you know, God won't let me release it. But I understand now. There is a time when God speaks to someone about something. And just just like he, for example, won't let me guarantee you that sevenfold miracle is going to show up at the sevenfold miracle crusades. Just like he did not guarantee when Jesus was on earth, he did not get a guarantee to anybody that he was the Messiah, that he was the Son of God. Instead, he wanted the Spirit to be able to nudge them and open their eyes. Remember when Peter said, uh, Jesus turned to Peter and he says, whom do, you, whom do people say that I am? He said, oh, some people say Moses, some people say Elijah. He said, well, who do you say that I am? He said, oh, thou art the Christ. He said, Peter, you are greatly blessed because flesh and blood did not reveal that to you. In other words, he got that from the Father. There are some things we get from the Father that we just can't prove, others we get that we just can't talk about, and that's one of them. He does not want me guaranteeing you that sevenfold miracles are going to show up at this, this meeting. He wants to be able to nudge the hearts of the people that he wants to be there for what I think is going to be a spectacular event. Again, I'm saying something big is coming. Second thing I want to say is narrowing of the path. I have felt it. I felt it getting more narrow over the past six months, especially over the last three weeks. It seems like things that I used to do that were okay, all of a sudden they're not okay. I am getting corrected for the smallest of things. And I was just talking to Dana Coverstone. He's brother, I know what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Because to, to me, again, I, I can't talk about those things. I, I, there, there is a secret place where you, you just, it's just between you and the Lord. It's just, that's just the way it is. And you got to trust me on this. And, Coverstone was saying, I know exactly what you're saying. He said, I'm feeling it too. There's a narrowing of the path. And I think that's another one of the several reasons that I say that I can't even talk to you about. Something big is coming. Something big is coming. And I want to believe it's these massive arrests. I want to believe that these 222,450 seals and indictments and a whole bunch more are about to be served up justice. I want to believe that there's a great turning around in our nation. I want to believe that good times have arrived once these people all get rounded up. I want to. I want to. Look, I want to believe the best things. I want. I mean, I, I know you may be thinking, "Boy, this guy's got to be the most negative." I'm not. I'm not a negative person. I mean, before I got in ministry, you know, for what 13 years, I was the Mister Positive guy. Okay, I mean, that's what I did is go around and talk to companies about how to make their sales team better, their management team better. I talk to individuals, I mean, all day long, like anywhere from eh, four to seven appointments a day. I would meet people out for a cup of coffee, and I would ask them and say, okay, so what, do you, what would you say are your strengths? And they'll, you know, him haw around, say one or two. I say, now, what would you say are your weaknesses? And they generally wouldn't have anything to say. And I would say, well, you mind if I share with you? And I mean, I didn't understand at the time, but this all happened after I got baptized in the Holy Spirit. All of a sudden, I could see them. I knew exactly who they were. 
And I don't think that gift was given so that I could get more people into my classes. I think it was given because I got baptized in the Holy Spirit. When you get baptized in the Holy Spirit, you get all nine gifts, not one. You get all of them, and you use them severally as he will. And he allowed me to use those to help a lot of people, and I helped a lot of people with them. Now, back to the point. Something big is coming. Something big is coming, and I know something big is coming. One of the ways I know is there's a narrowing of the path. I mean, I could give you a specific incident. I could give you a couple of, but I, I, I can't go into it. All I'm asking you to do is to just trust what I'm saying. Okay, let's go on to the third thing. And that is the headline from Newsmax.com that says, Gallup poll, more Americans see China as the main U.S. enemy after COVID. Nearly half of Americans now believe China is the United States' greatest enemy compared to a year ago when they were actually likely to say either China or Russia posed the bigger threat. And the shift coincides with the origins and growth of coronavirus pandemic, according to the new Gallup poll. Well, as we all know, these Gallup polls and all the rest of the polls are notoriously inaccurate. As what the prophets say is the greatest threat to America is really, it's going to surprise you, is turning from Jesus and the King James Bible. As long as we hang on to Jesus and the King James Bible, as long as a nation is walking in his light, then we don't have to worry about any of the neighbors around about us or whatever they might be able to do. As long as we are pleasing the Lord, we're fine. But the reason we're concerned is because inside our spirits, we know that our nation is in deep trouble. Back to the article. The National Poll of Random Sample of 1,021 Adults, that's not very big, conducted in February and released Tuesday, shows 45% of the Americans say China is the greater enemy. That figure is double the percentage of people who said in 2020 that China is the bigger enemy. Well, now hang on. Why is this? Because that is what the news tells them. <laughs> They're believing this because of the news, because they don't listen to God's prophets anymore. Let me point out the rest of this. By the numbers, Americans' perceptions of the nation's greatest enemy were China, 45%, Russia, 26%, North Korea, or Korea alone, 9%, Iran, 4%, Iraq, 2%, Afghanistan, 1%, Mexico, 1%. Now, what we know is the greatest problem that America faces is falling away from Jesus and the King James Bible. And that started in 1963 when our Supreme Court took prayer out of the schools. So if you want to know what the greatest enemy is, the greatest enemy is corruption within our nation that is causing America to fall away from Jesus. As long as we hang on to Jesus, then we don't have to worry about our neighbors around about us. But now, what do the prophets say? Well, of course, Dimitri Dudeman was told, as you've all heard many times, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America, started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two of the countries will attack. The Russians will bombard the nuclear missiles in America, and America will burn. Now, let's go through that. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. In my opinion, 
while it's kind of been dragging on and coming up and building up, it hit a crescendo with the election of November 3rd, 2020. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with the internal problems. I think that that started just in the early steps of January 6th when a bunch of folks went into the Capitol. But that doesn't describe the third part. The government will be busy with internal problems. What I hope happens, I hope that when these 222,450 sealed indictments, when these massive arrests take place, which I am now convinced is going to happen, when that does happen, then there's going to be a bunch of bad guys on the left. I mean, the bad guys are going to release all of the wolves after us. And yes, it may be that they're going to start coming after the Christians. They're going to say, look, if you can attack us, we're going to attack you. And so, again, that's another big step in the direction of an internal revolution. It's basically the left against the right. It's the Christians against the non-Christians. And that's another thing. Until we quit saying we're conservatives or, you know, we're patriots, instead, we need to start calling ourselves Christians. And they're not attacking our values. They're not attacking our traditions. They need to say they're attacking our Christian values, our Christian Bible. In other words, as long as they're attacking just our values or just our nation, what power is in that? But when we start saying you are attacking our God, our King James Bible, when we start saying that, that's when Jesus is going to arise and help us with our battle. But as long as we say, oh, well, you know, they're attacking our family values. So what is that? That gets no help from the Lord Jesus. But when we start calling it what it is, these things that we see going wrong in our nation, they're actually attacking our God. And it's going to get worse. So what I see, this something big is coming. And this, again, was spoken of by Coverstone. There's about to be a wide divide. The Christians that are the true Christians are going to get closer to God. And there's going to be persecution. There's great shaking coming to the church. And then those people that are in the middle, or those people that are off to the left, are going to go further to the left. Again, Coverstone was shown people walking out saying, oh, I've never been to church. I've never known Jesus. They're going to start denying Jesus. A lot of the people are in the back of the church or people who just visit the church from time to time. You know, they're fair weather Christians. And as long as the church is close enough and the pews are soft enough and the praise and worship is good enough and the lights and the entertainment is good enough, maybe just maybe just maybe maybe once or twice a year they'll go to church and maybe they'll even drop in a coin or two. Those kind of people, they're going to go further and further to the left. They're going to be one of the first ones that say any causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark on the right hand or in their forehead. They're going to be the one of the first ones that says, oh, Jesus would never make me die for him. That can't be the mark of the beast. Jesus would never let me starve to death for him. That can't be the mark of the beast, and they're going to take it. Whereas the people on the right, those people that do know their God, they're going to be strong and do exploits. And they are going to stand in the day of trouble. And they're going to be the ones that see the miracles. Yeah, I mean, there's been a couple of people that said they've seen visions of people that, 
during the time of the Mark of the Beast and the Tribulation, Christians would bow their heads and say, Lord, thank you for this food, open their eyes, and the plate is full of food. I mean, why he can do that. Why wouldn't he do that? He did it for his people 40 years out in the wilderness. You think he'd do it for a few years for us? Of course he would. Now, back to the point today. Something big is coming, and that big is a big separation between the left and the right, between the true Christians and those that are just the fair-weather Christians, or you might say between the wheat and the tares. There's a narrowing of the path, meaning Jesus is holding all of us to a much closer walk. The things that we used to get by with, the things he used to kind of wink and turn the other head to, he's no longer doing that. He's now holding our feet to the fire. He's now holding us to a higher level of righteousness and cleanliness. He is. And Coverstone, I, I told him, I said, man, I feel it. He said, I, I do too. So he confirmed it, the narrowing of the path. We've got to make certain our path is very clean, very straight, very narrow. Can't stray like we have in the past. And we all have. We're all doing it. He wants us really clean. Third thing is we can't stray from Jesus or the Bible. We can't do it. I don't care if other people do, but we can't. We've got to stay close to him. And if we stay close to him, then we don't have to worry. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Now, what's the secret place? Well, I hate to say this. Matter of fact, I'm going to be, uh, at least I've been asked. I've had my daughter and my wife both ask me to, to do the talk on the prayer closet talk again, which out of the, what is it, uh, 37 DVDs I've made, it is by far the most popular DVD that I made, and I made it like back in, I think, 2007 or something like that. But anyway, uh, Psalm 91 talks about it. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Meaning, if we want God's protection and provision in the time of trouble, we have to dwell in the secret place. Okay, so what's the first question? What's the secret place? Well, sad to say it's not driving down the road. It's not on your way to work. It's not as you're out walking or jogging. That's not saying you can't pray. You can pray any place. Matter of fact, Bible says we should pray without ceasing. So praying any place and every place is a really good idea, but that's not the secret place. The secret place is alone by yourself. In my opinion, it is on your knees just like Jesus did. And he went up. When, when I do this talk, I give you the scriptures to back up all this stuff. But it's uh, he went up to a mountain apart to pray, meaning if someone can hear you pray, that's not a secret place. Now, when we're out on the road and we're staying in a hotel and, you know, we're like in a one room hotel, I get Leslie to sleep and then I go over as far as I can and I will still get on my knees and maybe a little chair there or something. Uh, sometimes it's just I'll just put down a little pillow from the couch or something there in the room. But uh, I, 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 I probably have some place, but I, I can't recall in some 20 years forgetting to worship my God. I, I cannot, probably I have, but I, I can't remember. I do it every night. It's the last thing I do. He that dwelleth. Now, that doesn't mean that we visit. That doesn't mean we go there once in a while. That doesn't mean when we're in trouble, we go to pray. It's like Dimitri Dudeman told me this story. He said, two men ran across a bridge, and 
He said the first one, he didn't pray. He just ran across the bridge. The second one, he got down on his knees and he prayed a real fervent prayer for protection from God, uh, for God as he ran across the bridge. So he got up and he ran across the bridge, halfway across, the bridge collapsed and he died. He said, how's that right in the eyes of the Lord? I said, I don't know. He said, the first one, that man prays all the time. He said, the second one, he only prays when he's in trouble. See, the prayer closet is not something we do when we're in trouble. It's not something we do when we're convenient. It's not something we do when we have the time. It's something we do every day. My opinion, it is the number one thing I do every day. It's the most serious thing that I do. And the prayer closet is not a gimme, gimme store. It's not a gumball machine in the sky. It's not where we go in and beg, 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 beg. It's not where we go in and tell God what we want. It's not uh, sitting on Santa Claus' knee telling what we want for Christmas. In my opinion, the prayer closet is doing one thing. Now, you can do other things too, but it is always doing one, always, it is always, always doing one thing, and that is worshiping our God. I didn't say praising. I didn't say singing, although those can be part of it. But that's not the foundation. The foundation of a true prayer closet, he that dwelleth in the secret place, a true secret place is on our knees or on our face. I I just find face to be too uncomfortable for me, so I just do the knee thing. But it's on our knees, by ourselves, worshiping him. Now, what is the difference between worship and praise? Worship is telling God who he is and that you love him for it. Praise is telling God what he does and that you love him for it. In all of the writings of Dimitri Dudman, all of the angel visits, all of the things that they told him, the dreams, the visions, and everything, I have searched. I could not find the word praise one time. But the word worship was all through it. In other words, the primary thing God wants from us, oh boy, I hope you can hear this, The primary thing that God wants from us is worship. If we worship him, then most of the rest of the problems can all be fixed. So what do we mean by worship? It means telling God who he is and that you love him for it. And I go into this more in detail in the video, which you can go right now. You can get the DVD from prophecyclub.com, but you can go right now to watchprophecyclub.com and you can get signed up for there, and you can watch it instantly. And it's two and a half hours in length, and you can skip around or rewatch or whatever you want to. But I think I recorded that back in 2007. And I, I remember this. When I got done recording it, yeah, I mean, you know, most of the time, there's at least a few people that will applaud. But when I got done recording it and I stopped, there was just silence. And I just looked at the group. And they just kept looking at me. Not one person clapped. And I thought, oh boy, I guess that wasn't so good. So after the cameras were turned off, I said, was it okay? They said, yeah, it was great. I said, well, there's no applause. And another person said, it's because we're stunned. I never forgot that. Because what I've discovered in these 20 years that I've been having a prayer closet now, most people, most Christians, do not have a prayer closet. 
I'll say it again. Most Christians do not have a prayer closet. They do not have a secret place. They do not have a place where they get away from everything and just get on their knees and worship God. I didn't say ask. I didn't pray for others. Yes, we do. And all of that can be done. But a true prayer closet is doing one thing. It's worshiping God. I've discovered that when I get on my knees and I worship God, he fixes a lot of things that I can't fix. He, he touches things I can't touch. He, makes th- he, he puts things in my heart to do that I would have, well, like, for example, oil in Israel. I would have never thought to go drill a well in Israel and find oil and present it to Israel. I'd never thought of that. But I think a lot of that comes when we worship him. When we worship him, then he blesses us. He that dwelleth in the secret place, he didn't say visit, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of my Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. In other words, he takes care of us. He provides for us. But he does that when we put him first. Oh, Stan, you don't understand. I've got to put the kids down. Okay, well, that's putting the kids first. Oh, Stan, you don't understand. I've got a hard day work, and, and I, I just can't hold my eyes open. Okay, fine. I've, I've been there before. And I'll say, Lord, give me a little short nap and wake me up, and I'll come in and worship you. And he wakes me up. Either that or I just don't go to sleep until I worship. Now, there's been times, I have to admit, when I can't hold my eyes open, I go in and I fall to my knees and I worship, and it's it's not much more than 60 to 90 seconds, and I just can't hold my eyes open. But I ask him, Lord, if I can worship you some more, then wake me up in the night. Sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. But if he does, I pry myself out of bed, and I go in and I worship him more. Now, why do I say all this? Something big is coming. Something real big is coming. I think it has to do with the miracles. I think it has to do with the rests. I think it has to do with a new financial system, a new world. We are, everything in our world is about to change big time. And I do, yes, recommend that you go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. As a matter of fact, it's less than two weeks now away, less than two weeks away. Yes, we still have room, but you need to go there and get your place reserved, sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Next thing is a narrow path. I think every one of us has got to look at our walk. We can't just walk the way we used to walk. We've got to turn around and look at our footsteps behind us and say, you know what? I got to stop doing that. I got to start doing this more. I got to get closer to the Lord. I've got to narrow my path. I've got to get closer to the Lord. And of course, one of the big ways would be having a prayer closet. In my opinion, in my opinion, in all of the things I have done, all of the things I will do in my life, they've all come from the Lord, and most of the reason any of them happened is because it came out of the prayer closet. The prayer closet. SevenfoldMiracleCrusades.com SevenfoldMiracleCrusades.com Lord, provide the ways and the means for them to be there. Lord, speak to their heart right now. Speak to their heart right now if they're supposed to be there. If they're supposed to be there, then give them the ways and the means to go. In Jesus' name, amen. And by the way, don't say, well, if I'm supposed to go, then God will give me the money. 
No, it's the other way around. You say, I am going, and then by faith, you'll see that the days off and the money and the transportation, all of that all works out. SevenfoldMiracleCrusades.com Here's the best deal we've ever offered at the Prophecy Club. Five Help Pre-Trib 1, five Tribulation Secrets in Daniel, five God's Warning to America, five Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, and ten Miss the Mark, 40 books, gift of $100, prophecyclub.com, prophecyclub.com. When a nuclear device goes off, it produces an EMP electromagnetic pulse, and it fries every computer chip unless they're protected. The good news is EMPShield.com has devices a military testing facility says are 100% accurate to protect against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges backed by a 10-year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy. And they come with simple installation instructions for home, vehicles, RV, and electric generators. You can have electricity in a blackout. EMPShield.com. Use the promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card. This helps Prophecy Club. That's EMPShield.com. Promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card. EMPShield.com. EMPShield.com. If your heart is with us, I'm asking you to become a member. Actually state before God that you are with our vision to win thousands upon thousands of souls, to teach prophecy and walk in sevenfold miracles, to be a blessing and give answers in the time of trouble. If this is your heart, go to prophecyclub.com and click on membership. Only takes 90 seconds. This will help us to get a loan for an office and a church to do the work of the ministry. Prophecyclub.com. Click like, share, and subscribe.